0: Welcome to the Primary Attribute Podcast, an actual play RPG podcast where we're currently playing Castles and Crusades, and presumably will be for some time. (laughs) I'm Ian, I use they-them pronouns, I'm the GM, so I run all the NPCs and the world.
1: My name's Adam, I play Vons, we both go by he-him, I'm a fox folk alchemist.
2: I'm Aaron, I play Ericene. I use she, they pronouns. Ericene uses she, her pronouns. And uh, Arasene's a half-elf uh, person who has a lot of secrets about uh, what she does with the knives and poison.
3: I'm Kelly. I play Wealthy Taylor, a halfling wizard. We both use she, she, her pronouns.
4: And I'm Wit. I play Grix, the cobalt illusionist. Uh, both of us use he, him pronouns. Alrighty.
0: So there's not really much to summarize for last time because, well, in the session between this and the last released one, we leveled everybody, so everyone's now level two. Some people are well on their way to level three because the different classes have different amounts of experience they take to level up. Um, People bought equipment, they distributed the gems that they found, they made some stuff. Yeah, it was great. Good times. So Aaron or whoever, do you want to go over kind of the conclusion to your last big adventure.
2: <laughs> I love that you said Aaron or whoever, because you know that I keep the most extensive notes.
0: You always seem gung-ho about it, but you know, someone I'm else might want to take the opportunity.
2: If anyone else wants to, that's cool, but I'm also very happy to, to do it. At the end of the Warren's job. So we got uh, Grix to uh, back to the... Uh, investigations the Bureau of investigations. Um we went to find with purity with purity we went to find an elf named Nilandril si- sui- Suishona.
0: That sounds right.
2: <laughs> we found Nilandril and then we head back we headed back to the Ruladrin hole. We got back into the st- the room with all the stills then like we went up into the bar which is the velvet room where we met a human woman named naren sissing naren sissing say Sese? let me check say <laughs>
0: you're very close yeah um I think I was pronouncing it Naran Setzeg.
2: Naran Setzeg, that makes that that rolls off the tongue more fluidly than the way that I was just pronouncing it.
0: She she goes by Nara most of the yes. time, and I will usually be pronouncing it that way or saying that because less likely to completely screw it up every
5: time.
2: <laughs> Arasen, Wealthy, and Grix went up to talk to Miss Nara, and then Purity ended up taking. Miss Nara down to the station Vaughn stayed behind and then ended up sort of like interrogating a bunch of people in the Velvet Room about Ericene Was Uh, it a bunch
0: of people or just one person?
2: I
1: feel like I was talking to a table and got the attention of an individual and I wasn't so much interrogating as just kind of chatting him up.
2: Well Adam, the way
0: Vaughn's talks to people well, kind of came off like an Well, vacation. Adam,
2: I'm just going to say, if you want to take over the recaps, you're welcome to take notes about what's going on. I'm just saying and there may be some... Those, uh, and interpret the actions as you will.
1: They're, That's they're, how they're just I maybe some the actions. Color. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there may be some color in this interpretation that uh, I didn't put there.
2: Uh, Purity, uh, took us all back to the Bureau of Investigation and paid us all. Then we all went to Bob's, which is a shawarma place, and Bob's 2, which is the bar next door. We're all hanging out, having some shawarma. And, uh, oh, we figured out that the crystal tablet is made out of amethyst. And it's sort of like a little, like, mini tablet of a, of the Tuvalu religion. Uh, it's like a, like a, sort of like a, just a verse from whatever their sacred text is. And it looks fairly old.
0: Forgot I made the tablet out of amethyst. Yes, that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> some reason my brain was like sapphire, but that'd be... Even harder to make a tablet out of, so.
2: That would be very much harder to make a tablet out of.
0: Yeah, but alright. So, now you all go back to your lives and nothing changes. The campaign ends now. (laughs) So.
1: We go shopping.
0: You went shopping. Off camera. Unless there's something you still want to buy, in which case that's fine, but.
1: I mean, I I don't think I got around to actually buying poisons. I had uh, figured out what I was going to make at home, but,
2: uh... And Ericene was going to do the scene where she actually goes to visit Mendoza, so... Mm -hmm.
0: I was gonna ask you what you think Mendoza sounds like. That would commit me to doing a voice that I don't know.
2: Yeah, I'm not (laughs) committing you to a voice that you don't know, buddy. (laughs)
0: Mendoza is just going to sound a lot like me. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> sure. Like
0: most characters do. Alright, so you go to buy poisons from Mendoza and presumably update them on what has happened. Yeah. Um, what does Mendoza's shop look like?
2: Um, As I have said before, it's just like a hole in the wall. It definitely doesn't have a name on the door or any specific identifying mark. Uh, like markings of any kind it's like it, it looks like it should be like dirty inside but it's not it's clean it just looks like Is it cluttered. it's not so like if you looked in the window you would be like oh there's like a lot of stuff in there but then when you go in it's neat like it's not clutter
0: okay so it's very well-maintained. There's a lot of stuff. There's but... a
2: lot of stuff, but it's well-maintained. And yeah, it basically looks like if you didn't know that it was an occupied space, you would just be like, oh, yeah, that that one storefront that's abandoned. <laughs> Except people go in this... and out of it sometimes.
1: <laughs> this sounds like a lot of comic book shops I've been to.
2: Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, where you like, have like
1: four sad people at a
0: plastic folding table yeah. towards the back and kind of wonky fluorescent lighting. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, sure, it has whatever the fantasy version of like bad fluorescent lighting is, but like one, only one.
4: It's like a log with a bunch of glowing mushrooms on it.
2: Yeah. I'm
0: trying to figure out how you'd make mushrooms flicker. Do some of them just like fall off sometimes? <laughs>
4: It does buzz a little bit.
2: It buzzes a little bit? Oh god. Oh god. The idea of mushrooms that buzz. Oh, I hate
0: it. <laughs> I the insects inside the log. <laughs> they trapped a bunch of beetles with, you know, wings that buzz when they fly. And just kind of trapped them all in there. And so they fly around occasionally and make noise.
4: Why? Why would they do that, though?
0: To keep them warm for
4: when Vaughn wants to eat them. <laughs>
1: I mean, you want it still warm, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's no good. Cold. Its own
0: slowly depleting supply of oxygen. It's very grim. Log, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. So you go into Seaman. You go into dosa and presumably buy some poison and do some stuff. Uh-huh. Do they wear an apron? For some reason, I'm envisioning them in a. Shop keeps apron, but I have no reason for this. Sure. Alright, it's like a leather apron, because hey, working with poisons, it's nice to not splash them on yourself.
2: Yeah, yeah. Hi! I'm ah, back!
0: <laughs> it's good to see you. How did your job go? Um,
2: well, really hard to say at this point. Um, I, like, kind of... Maybe, like, outed myself a little bit as working with the cops to a bunch of high-level people, so, you know.
0: (sighs) Oh, well, that's not good. Although, it can be a useful cover if you use it properly.
2: What, being a cop?
0: People who work with cops aren't often assassins, right? Theoretically.
2: Like, is what I do, like, really assassining...
0: you kill people with poison in exchange for goods and services at least a little bit so Uh, it's either assassination or murder (laughs) I mean
2: I guess you're right I just thought of it as taking care of things that need to be taken care of like really taking initiative like grandpa always says (laughs) I'm <laughs> sorry
0: <laughs> That is out of character. <laughs> Although I think Mendoza probably does give you a little half smile at that because... <laughs> What the hell <laughs> But alright At any rate, people's memories are short So I wouldn't worry about it too much it may make you less popular, but unless you were actually waving a badge around and many things have happened since the last time we spoke I think you'll be okay
2: no I'm definitely not a cop that sounds terrible ugh anyway um, I got paid so I was gonna get like two doses of the better poison in addition to the replacement for the dose that I had to use On a guy.
0: And was that dose of the low-level stuff?
2: It was a dose of the low-level stuff.
0: Okay. So they start going around to the various shells and pulling things down, looking at them and putting them back. Um, You know that Mendoza has an extremely wide selection of poisons and takes a decent amount of care to cycle you through various formulas. So just in case someone gets like an alchemist on the case and they figure out, they won't figure out oh hey, the same poison has been used for these five murders that are all related to Yeah, (laughs) less of a pattern and also it keeps them busy. But so you discovered who was making the I guess Ruladrin and who was causing the power issues?
2: Yeah, I did. How did you know about the Ruladrin? Oh, Stupid me. (laughs) I don't ask questions like that.
0: (laughs) You're not the only one I've talked to today. (laughs) Okay. Also, I was hoping the power fluctuations and the glowing drink, which I later found out was relogging through my own mysterious means, were related. And I'm guessing I was right.
2: They were related. They were definitely related. One was a direct result of the other. And Miss so, Nara could, fucking uh, hates my guts now, so that's cool.
0: Uh, Miss Nara Setsi. Not Nara Different thing. <laughs> Alright, so. Well, uh, yes. that's the ship name.
5: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miss Nara Always a character. Extremely professional. Extremely connected. And to at least one other client, extremely annoying. How much do you know about her organization?
2: Is this my GM asking me?
0: This is Mendoza asking
2: me. Oh, okay. I don't know. I just, like, know she's, like, you know, a really tough asshole, like, a mob person. I don't know. Like, nothing? I guess nothing. I don't really know anything about her.
0: Well, are you concerned at all that she might take offense at what you did today?
2: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, well, you're one of my better students, so I suppose I can give you some extra information. Oh. After all, you aren't asking, I'm giving, so. Oh. Thank you. As you guessed, (laughs) you're quite welcome. As you guessed, or as I'm sure you guessed, Nara runs the Velvet Room. Um, However, she is not the owner, but the more important thing is that she and her cousin, Uyanga, who... Uyanga runs more of the ownership side of the operations, keeps the books and all that. Um, They're part of a group called the Warren's Council. I'm telling you this because there are many members of the Warren's Council, and if Nara decides to take some sort of vengeance on you, it may not come directly from her.
2: Like, what... What kind of people, like, are on the Warrens Council other than Miss Nara and Uyonga?
0: Well, I can't tell you too much, in part because they keep it intentionally very vague. (gasps) Oh my god, are you on
2: the Warrens Council? Is that why you can't tell me? Is it like Fight Club?
5: (laughs) (laughs) Look at this shop.
0: Look at the street that we're on. Look at the neighborhood we're in. Does this look like the Warrens to you?
2: No, but that doesn't mean that you don't like have other places that you live or work or whatever I don't know your life
1: fair enough <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to quote Fight Club right now
2: yeah that's <laughs> sorry guys <laughs>
0: but we'd be the first people to ever reference Fight Club
2: in a podcast <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs>
0: But no, it's a group of several businesses in the Warrens that have banded together as a way of pushing back against some of the more organized crime groups in the area that also run their own businesses. The Warrens Council is mostly notable for being full of, relatively speaking, small business owners who are not completely legitimate but are not large enough to put up a front against any of the other groups that might want to push their way.
2: So the Warren's Council is basically just, like, a gang to fight other gangs?
0: They're more like a chamber of commerce with knives and poison. Oh. Yes, if you ever want to get one of them really mad at you, call it, call it a junior business association.
2: <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. At any rate, they had made a bit, or my client, who I will obviously not reveal, was curious about where the glowing drink was coming from, because it has been putting quite a cut in their business, so it's good to know that it is from a member of the wards Council, although not super surprising. But if you end up in any trouble, feel free to come and ask questions, and I will tell you what I can.
2: Okay. Should I, like should I like try to work more with the Bureau of Investigations I mean it was just so weird that like I got a note from you at all I was like I better do this
0: and I appreciate the initiative Um, you can feel free to keep working with the Bureau just keep in mind that may alienate other groups you may want to work for later and the Bureau will obviously not have much of a much of a stream of paying taking initiative in a murderous way kinds of jobs which i know you mostly do favors and solve problems but it pays to it pays to not be on the bad side of the bureau of investigations it being on their good side is not necessarily worth the sacrifice in other places
2: yeah i've just been figuring that if anybody asks me what i was doing yesterday i would just tell them that like i was on a bender and i don't remember anything
0: well they believe that
2: I don't know, but, like, I can probably sell it really, really well.
0: I'm sure.
4: Every time I get blackout drunk, I go work for the cops. (laughs) I'm only a cop when I'm blackout drunk.
2: (laughs) Oh, man.
0: Legit. Legit. So they, uh, they hand you three small vials. They're not labeled with letters or anything, but there is a different color. Um, there's a colored string around the top of each one, and one of them is a different color from the others. And you know that they're color-coded for the strength of poison.
2: Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Thank you so much. And, like, it, you know, it was interesting to, like, work for a living. I haven't really done that. Yes, I'm sure it was quite novel. Yeah, it was crazy. I'm really nervous about, like, actually ever running into my grandparents again after people tell them what happened. So, you know. Uh. Oh, well. Are you
0: afraid they're going to ask you to get a job?
2: Oh, God, no. No. In fact, I think that they would be probably pretty pissed if they knew that I had worked for a living. (sighs) No, it's more that, like, you know, people don't really like it. when um, They just are not, like, really big fans of the idea that uh, I might be doing anything interesting with my life at all. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm fine. <laughs> and then she's just going to, like, turn around and leave
0: <laughs> yeah, I think he managed to leave before Mendoza manages to stop being speechless long enough to say something. Because <laughs> that, was, that was dark. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, hey, man. I have a lot of fucking shit. <laughs> you don't act like this when you don't have a lot of fucking shit going on.
0: One of my favorite parts of editing is noting all the points where Ericene let some of her shit out in the open. <laughs> <laughs> they're very quick, but they're there, and it's amazing.
2: <laughs> Thank you.
0: So that was Ericene. And Adam's back and probably wants to be able to take a drink, so instead I'm going to put him on the spot. <laughs> oh, fun. <laughs> so, Adam slash tell me about Clive, your supplier.
1: Oh, Clive. He's a bit of a dirtbag, but uh, you know he visits the the dirt hovel that I that I live in. So. Um,
0: oh, Clive knows where you live.
1: He's the only one who knows where I live. Uh, I don't think my parents even know because um, I don't want them finding out what I do for a living. Um, very secretive, very secretive. I don't even I don't even want my folks to know yeah so yeah clive's clive's a bit of a dirtbag he he knows where i live because uh fucked if i'm hauling all of this shit uh he's he's the one who brings me my uh my base supplies and uh you know the, the general acids and bases and uh grain alcohols and stuff like that that you mix with uh stuff to make other stuff yeah
0: um what species is Clyde clive
1: You know, I always kind of pictured him as a badger for some reason, but I don't know if those kinds of human or those if like badger folk exist in this uh, in this space. But some kind of.
0: uh, uh, They do. Furtive looking
1: fellow. He's he's a stout working fellow. Yes. Uh, A hauler of stuff and not not terribly bright. But is connected with. um, A supply chain
0: has all the connections so you don't have to.
1: Yeah, and a nice buffer where I don't have to ask questions. Right.
0: <laughs> where did you get this baby's there's, blood? Don't worry about
1: it. <laughs> yeah, there's there's just things I don't I don't need to know. All right. So, yeah, I'm picturing Clive as a uh, a stout easily badger or whatever. Um in any case, he's about the same height as me, so I trust him. And, uh, you know, got that dank fur, or if in the case of mole, dank skin. I- I'm going to make him a badger. Okay. <laughs> I already wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's easy enough. So yeah. Um, I don't know badgers that well, but he, he, I'm, I'm sure he's, uh, uh, friendly enough, badger although i bet i imagine he's really firm on his prices seems like a badger thing to 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 do
0: (laughs) sure (laughs) all right so you are in your den and clive is there providing you with supplies out of a large backpack that he carries um Clad's backpack is a thing of wonders and mystery. You don't know how everything fits in there. You don't know how he carries it because it seems like it should be too heavy. Like, it's about as big as he is. Mm. Granted, he's not that tall, but it's like wider than he is and, you know, three quarters of his height. Um, just a big rectangular leather thing. But he always knows where everything is and nothing you've ever gotten from him has been broken. So.
1: Yeah. Nice.
0: What does your den look like?
1: Pretty. Um, the 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 sleeping area is just cramped. It's it's like just big enough to fit me, and then there's like an escape out the back. And then other than that, it's just it opens up into a, a an apothecary like space where I've got glass lining one wall, a nice table where I've got a you know the cutting board the boiling. Uh, space the uh whatever it takes to ventilate such a such a kind of thing a um
0: fume hood basically
1: yeah that yeah effectively yeah and it uh a fume hood that's more or less naturally aspirated so there's there's a good air going through uh like reasonable ventilation just running kind of unidirectionally
0: um yeah maybe you have like Wherever your ceiling light it is, maybe it's ringed around the vent, so that would heat it up and it would draw air upwards.
1: Yeah, yeah. The whole thing is, uh, in my mind, the whole uh, the whole space is really designed around that ventilation. And apart from that, there's just just space for me to to work and do my thing. Uh, so I imagine it's a little bit cramped for for Clive to to be in, but uh, he tolerates it.
0: Yeah, I mean, you mostly stays near the, um, would it be a ladder up too?
1: Uh, yeah, there would be a, um, yeah, because it would be an above, above head entrance, more or less a, a trap door kind of main entry. Yeah, because um,
0: you said this place is like hidden in a park, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's uh one of the few areas that still has dirt around here. Yeah.
0: It was probably brought in
1: yeah or just whatever dust and grime has fallen down the mountainside over time yeah
0: (laughs) and the other thing i wanted to ask was you mentioned that your sleeping area there's like a back exit out of there as well yeah where does that back exit go to
1: uh it's a distance out actually because we don't want it flooding or anything so it's um a graduated slope that goes out about uh five times the length of the den it's a little tunnel that just pokes out a ways away it's a it's an exit that i almost never use so it pokes just, out among some uh, densely wooded area
0: so it's just a long slope up or
1: yeah yeah i haven't even been out that way in a while
0: yeah probably dip somewhere in the middle so water doesn't run downhill but not that rain's yeah. a big deal here. <laughs>
1: Yeah, just designed to uh, have a bit of a water trap in the middle there and then exit out into some densely vegetative area.
0: Yeah, you're dealing with a park, so it's probably like a dense stand of trees, but yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Clive is there, and he has brought supplies. So what yeah, do you need? Yeah.
1: Well, I need uh, the standard load, because doing the, the typical stuff. I've got to gotta, uh, keep a couple customers happy, and... Uh, Apart from that, I mean, I've been getting into some shenanigans lately. Have you ever dealt with a breast monster, Clive?
0: Once. Wasn't fun. Don't recommend.
1: Yeah, I don't get into the sewers a lot. These guys are, uh, big and shelly.
0: Yeah, they don't have much of a bite, but they'll wreck your stuff.
1: Well, I don't have a lot of stuff, so kind of sucked for everybody else in the plumbing though Mm. anyway uh anything that'll break through a rust monster would be great uh i recently picked up a uh bit of equipment because i don't know this paid so thinking about getting out there and doing some more stuff um what do you recommend for uh you know just um have you, have you got anything straight and strong that I can stick at the tip of these bolts?
0: I mean, is this for taking down your rust monster, or... more
1: generally? Well, let's just call it a nice general thing.
0: Well I'm thinking
1: more utilitarian here.
0: Well, I mostly do... I mostly do the base supplies. I know a guy who can get you can get you some magical oil you gotta use it right before you shoot but give a nice boost especially against something that ain't so physical mm-hmm. you could always coat them with acid or with poison but distilling those is more your wheelhouse rather than mine yep yep um if you want to be a little more mundane about it you could always coat them with oil and light them <laughs>
1: I see where you're going there, Clive. Sounds like fun. Um Well, yeah, I'll take the uh the standard uh base ingredients for my operation here, and I'll need uh uh yeah, set me up with uh some of that oil, because that, that sounds generally useful, a little bit more than I usually get. And uh the the base acid that I used last time. I don't know. I'm not sure if that uh, did enough damage to uh, to the carapace, but uh, I'm out now, so <laughs> I better refill that supply. Yeah, yeah. Um, so.
0: Oh, and a, have
1: oh. you ever seen this rulodrin stuff before?
0: Do you show him the? Because you do you have a sample of rulodrin? You said you took some, right?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I got a bottle of it, and uh, I was given some in a flask.
0: So do you show it to him?
1: Yeah, I uh take a little bit of it out and uh pour it onto one of those little pinch plate kind of things so that he can get a good look at it.
0: Holy shit, you have some of this stuff? Where did you find it?
1: I'm here and there, I guess. Uh there's a there's a joint uh uh some velvet room place that's been hawking this stuff i guess they get a bunch of uh ladies in there and guys who are after the ladies and they're all looking a little bit dopey so uh, i guess it's a good time i don't know
0: and for clarity's sake on the timeline i'm assuming all this stuff happens within like a week or two afterwards so this has been more than like a day <laughs> this that was what clive was about to say won't make any sense <laughs> Yeah, people have been wanting this stuff all over, and I don't have a supply of it. Hmm. Apparently the place got shut down or something?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wouldn't know anything about that, Clive. Um,
0: I'm sure you wouldn't, but you know what this stuff is good for, right?
1: I mean... I do, but just so we both know the same thing, what are you saying it's good for?
0: He is saying it's good for. Ian checks their
1: notes. <laughs> yeah, there's that page-turning ASMR again. <laughs> I love it, though. It's almost as good as dice rolling. Get a bit more of that dice yeah, rolling. Yeah, that's a good sound. going too.
0: There we go. Now this stuff is a fantastic potion base. You can use about half of what you need of anything else. Or if you distill it right, apparently you can get your potions to just work amazingly well. Mm-hmm. Or you can just drink it. <laughs> apparently apparently, if you drink enough of it, uh, those magic user types are able to do a little more before the end of the day, you know?
1: Uh uh-huh uh-huh well it's worth hanging on to then i've got one other thing i'd like to ask you about while you're here um
0: sure but uh if you ever want to sell any of that stuff let me know
1: well understanding its value is part of that right uh what does it go for right now
0: what does it go for a lot
1: (laughs) (laughs) A bunch! Um, so I've got some of these uh, interesting mushrooms. These uh, these wispy things that were found probably feeding off of wherever this stuff was getting made. Have you seen these before?
0: Um, is that the stuff you Here's picked some, up uh... in the sewer on your way to
1: getting the Ruladrin? Mm-hmm. Yep, that and uh, some some moss and all that
0: kind of you know leans over your table, looks at your samples. None of this is super rare in and of itself. Looks like got a couple things here. You got your got some of this fungus, turn it into a paste. Um, some of these are the wispy mushrooms. You're good for like hangovers, painkillers. The glowing green fungus you got here is a good magical concentrator. Let you boost your potions a little bit, or make them with a little less material. Riladrin's like that on steroids. Uh, I mean, these are all pretty good. These are all pretty good potion base items. I mean, it looks like you got a little bit of weird ones, so it might be worth experimenting with them, but... I mean, you know the magic oh. in the city. It makes everything weird, so...
1: Oh yeah, well we're certainly doing some experiments I don't suppose you've seen anybody else uh, Moving this stuff Or doing anything uh, special with it
0: The mushrooms or the relager?
1: Uh The mushrooms uh, the, uh...
0: I mean Not of this type The base species is familiar But looks like you got some Magical mutation stuff going on I haven't seen this particular Variety before, but I'm also no Mycologist, so
1: that is certainly fair enough. Hey, since you give me such a good price on all this stuff, how about uh, do you need anything for the family? Any supplies? Medications? Has your kid still got the Jimmy legs?
0: No, now he's got the Jerry legs.
1: <sighs> ah.
0: Well, he just means. So now his legs are fine. He just runs around and is super annoying about it. <laughs> <laughs> hard to keep up you know my knees are not great um you could get me if you have any good just general painkillers low-level stuff the wife still gets headaches sometimes i know your mix is helpful certainly
1: a lot. no problem at all let me uh grind some of that up for you and i do i take some of the appropriate ingredients and start whipping up a paste for him with my alchemic stuff. <laughs> Alchemy <laughs> happens. <laughs> do I need to roll dice for this?
0: No, this is something you make can all I the anyway? Time. Sure.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll just roll all my dice. There we go. A bunch. That's that's the number. Oh,
0: good. Also, you mentioned the rust monster. Remember, you pulled guts out of that. Hmm. Did you want to do some anything of with which those were guts?
1: delicious? Some not so much. I saved a bunch in my pouches for later. Do you want some?
0: <laughs> At the GM, no. Um But uh I think I think if you get around to mentioning that, Clive will be like, Oh yeah, that'd be great. Um Yeah, if you mix this with a magical reagent, you can get the rusting effect back.
1: hmm Okay. So Yeah, yeah. Rusting uh, opponents' weapony things. Sure.
0: Great for breaking locks, too.
1: Oh, you know what? I hadn't thought of that. You must be a sneakier man than I am, Clive.
0: I know sneaky people. Some of them live in little holes in parks.
1: (laughs) Fair enough, sir. Fair enough.
0: But, um, so he'll trade you some of that and he'll... I feel weird saying he'll knock some cost off of what he's selling you because we're already abstracting that, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he knocks the money off. If you remind me of that next time you're making concoctions and paying money for it, I'll reduce the price of it by like 10% for that days.
1: Oh, sure, sure. These yeah. these things are um, mostly uh, intellectual exchanges anyway. Yeah.
0: All right, well, thanks a bunch.
1: Of course, Clive. Tell uh, the wife and kids I said hi, and, um... Hey, uh, next time you find a a nice stash of grubs, you let me know. Always. We'll we'll go out to dinner.
4: (laughs) You'll be the first I call. All right, so... Wait, can you call people here? Yeah, you lean your head (laughs) out the window and you yell. Thank you, wait. (laughs) (gasps) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah there's just a series I'm... of hollow pipes that you yell into to get to various parts of the city
1: <laughs> you joke but that's a it's real thing work
0: yeah <laughs> no i just working. like the idea this is a very bad version of it so like there's no cones on each end to amplify anything you just kind of gotta hope someone's standing right there and is willing to take your message to whoever else <laughs> yep all right. So that was Clive.
1: So uh, as soon as his back is uh, out the door, yep. I'm going to go ahead and start uh, mixing some additional potions. Uh, I've got a list of potions that I've already uh, mixed with my allotted ability stuff, but uh, considering that I have these additional ingredients, I'm going to put together a few more things. A little bit of more, a little bit more uh, cure light wounds. And, okay. Uh, apparently dissolve metal because rust monster that's yeah basically
0: note down like noted as like a rust monster potion and i think pay for it as a level one potion should be okay problem yeah yeah i know have more than enough days for it to fit mechanically so you should be good to go
1: yeah oh yeah if it's uh because these uh mechanically speaking these potions uh in the or these concoctions rather are uh what you can do per day
0: yeah so you have a number of concoctions per day that you can make
1: so on a uh on a rest as long as we're getting i could fit in a couple days worth
0: yeah um sorry let me Look at the alchemist sheet real quick. Forgot I gave you mending
1: glue. I totally used I totally put that on here too.
0: Yeah, so you can make four level zeros and two level ones a day. Uh-huh. They stay good more or less indefinitely. Level zeros cost five coppers, level ones cost a gold. Yeah. Per, so it will add up pretty quickly. For the Rust Monster stuff, I'm gonna say that you have enough to make five of those given that you sold some of it.
1: Yep, all the parts that weren't delicious.
0: Yeah, and I would say you're going to have at least five days of time to be putting these together.
1: Okay. I'll definitely be adding to this list a little bit. Should I uh, send you this PDF?
0: The PDF of, like, all the stuff you made and when you made it, or...
1: Uh, just my character sheet at this point. Oh. <laughs> that's where I'm marking it down. I mean, sure, yeah, yeah. yeah
0: sorry, I feel like I'm not giving you enough guidance <laughs> on how this works. I feel like I keep rushing you to do it, like in the middle of when we're doing other stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, and admittedly, I'm slow. We know I'm slow. It's it's okay.
0: No, I just feel bad because I'm worried I'm not like explaining it well, and then I'm like. Just go do it while we're talking about other stuff. It's fine.
1: (laughs) I mean, right now would be a great time for you to aside to the uh, the podcast listener all of the uh, details of who knows. (laughs) They can take a nap, or we could cut to commercial. It's it's all good.
0: So so you know how it works, but just in case the listeners don't know, (laughs) we should explain it. Is what you're saying.
1: oh man i'm having fun with that uh whole whole thing uh how did i put it last time it's the running joke that we're all in on (laughs) it's great um
0: (laughs) the running joke of having
1: listeners (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure both of our listeners are very excited to hear this right now
2: (laughs) hi everybody that i have met in real life
3: (laughs) hello to my family
0: yeah all six people that are listening what's up
1: Uh oh Oh, six (laughs) dang i should put on a tie
0: (laughs) i figure between all of us we have like six friends who might listen to it (laughs) yeah gotta stay optimistic but, um, yeah, I think we explained a lot of this stuff in the bonus episode. So
3: I'll
0: mm-hmm. just say it all real quick. So Fonz is it now.
1: So now we actually have to have that bonus episode. It's canon.
0: Or I could explain it now so we never have to release it. Well, here's
2: the thing. <laughs> if we don't release the bonus episode, how will anyone ever know the most beautiful catchphrase that needs to be on a T-shirt? the thing that Adam said that broke me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true.
5: She's it not really wrong. It's is worth, it worth it just it. to hear just her to laugh. Hear that. Her solid st-
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Just because we're doing this episode, we're doing a bunch of individual stuff anyway, though. Explain the alchemist real quick. So Fonz is an alchemist. It's a custom class that I wrote for Castles and Crusades. It uses intelligence as its primary attribute can use any armor although not while brewing stuff and their big thing is concoctions which works suspiciously similar to cleric spells except they cost money and last forever so there's a list
1: that wasn't a shortcut
0: at all nope i would never base a class off another class especially in a system i'm not super familiar with um so concoctions are brewed at the start of the day much like preparing potions or prepare sorry preparing spells for a wizard or something like that. Um, they have levels, currently statted out for level 0 through 3. There's a specific list that bonds can pull from, and each concoction costs money. Level 0s cost five coppers, level 1s cost one gold, level 2s cost 10, and level 3s cost 50. So it gets expensive fast. They take different forms. Some are potions, some are salves, some are gases or gels that are sprayed, and some are oils that are applied to things and some have expensive ingredients that are specific to them, much like with preparing um, high-level spells. So the big thing about alchemy is that your concoctions stay good forever, so if you are willing to pour in the time and the money, you can walk around pretty much armed to the teeth. That said, if you run out, you are out. (laughs) You can't mix these during combat, or really any time you're stressed out, or if you're away from your lab for too long.
1: Yeah so you want to get home pretty quick after the camping trips
0: yeah you you kind of can pack out with the supplies you have and if you run out it's going to be a problem yeah because like you have a port- portable alchemy kit but i was mostly using that as like you can test things and you can you know analyze stuff it's not so much for making new things i think you need your home setup for yeah that. it was-
1: I was going to add that on the bright side, this means that uh, exploring your environment and making use of what you find becomes a little bit more useful. Yeah.
0: And you know the properties of a lot of stuff that can be used for certain low-level effects just straight, like that mushroom that's a painkiller. You can make a better painkiller out of it, but someone could also just chew on it, and that would help them out.
1: If they knew what they were looking at.
0: Yes. Much like with actual mushrooms, if you don't know what you're looking at, don't eat it
1: (laughs) yeah don't do that yeah it might make you barf and stuff
2: or just straight kill you
1: or both
3: very (laughs) unpleasantly.
1: yeah first one then the other yeah
0: (laughs) but yeah um so right now you can prepare i think i said four level zeros away a day and two level ones
1: across five days you said um
0: i mean that'd be per day so that would add up to mm-hmm. letting you prepare assuming you have the money for it which i think you do i totes do um you could prepare 20 level zeros and 10 level ones yeah you don't have yeah, to because
1: the level well, the level ones are one gold apiece. yeah and yeah i spent more than 10 gold on uh bolts for my crossbow alone so
0: yeah and these prices might get adjusted later it's one of the weird things where like
1: we're figuring out the economy
0: yeah and I think these prices make sense in like honestly level 1's probably priced too low but whatever yeah we're figuring it out and a lot of it depends on how much money you all make Mm -hmm. because D&D's economy is super broken and doesn't make any sense (laughs) well this is C&C yeah so now we have to worry about the price of walruses too (sighs)
2: I don't think there are walruses walruses. on our flying mountain city.
1: Uh, Well, you can't say that they're not there for sure. You just don't know how they got there.
0: I swear we had this discussion (laughs) (laughs) stage over all over again. But all right, so alchemy—it's a work in progress, but it's what Vons' class is, and we are figuring it out as we go. And also yeah, please figure out what you're preparing cuz we totally fudged it for the last adventure, but this next time I'm going to hold you to it. <laughs> I'm
1: I'm gi- I'm giving it its due attention, yeah. yeah.
0: For example, prepare a lot of acid cuz it doesn't do a lot of damage.
1: <laughs> yeah, acid does not do a lot of damage. It uh didn't even make it all that easy for me to dig into that delicious bug earlier. That uh that was work. <laughs> I was clinging onto the back of the carapace and getting flung around, kind of work.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, one thing I forgot to mention is that alchemists can totally use blowguns and canister launchers and um, spray guns, which are totally not grenade launchers and glorified <laughs> water guns, respectively.
1: <laughs> cool. Um,. I'm currently equipped with a, uh, a blowpipe, a light crossbow, and I guess there's a spot for darts and bolts that I should just use elsewhere on this sheet. Yeah. Oh, they're like weird little X squares. PDFs are weird. Yeah. Also awesome, but still weird. Uh, Let's see here. I gotta see what one of those uh canister launchers costs because that sounds like a nice ranged attack
0: it costs an amount of money that I will determine with you later
4: (laughs) it's so much (laughs) you definitely can't afford it now
0: and I say they probably cost a good amount of money because it would be a pretty complex mechanical device
1: right yeah I I think I would sooner uh just uh Remove Grix's arm and just kind of use that to fling.
0: You can also not be an (laughs) asshole and just use a sling.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, I have a sling. But I get this feeling like Grix Grix has got a really good throwing arm. Once he like calibrates it, the new one will be.
0: Yeah, the current one is kind of like using a lacrosse stick.
1: Well, I'm hoping he and I hang out so that uh, maybe maybe I can like have him hurl some of this stuff for me, because that just sounds like it'd get better range than my little fox paws.
0: Yeah. But alright. So. Hey, Wealthy. Yep. I know you have a professor who mentored you through your last few years of college. Well, university. Uh-huh.
3: Professor Jenkins.
5: Yes.
0: Do you still talk to Professor Jenkins much?
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I keep in touch with him, and I keep in touch with two of of my friends, Alvin and May. We spend time on the weekends.
0: Do you catch up with them all at once, or do you, like, see Jenkins to get coffee and then go party with Alvin and May?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We go to the library, and we go to the books, and we party hardy, man. Um... We spend we spend a lot of weekends together, me and me and Alvin and May in the library. Um, uh, Professor Jenkins is probably once or twice a month, just running into him in the library.
0: Okay. All right. You are browsing the stacks for your next read, and you run. Well, into... I am
3: actually, I'm actually oh. trying to find um, the. I'm trying to. I'm doing some research on what magic would make would go into making reladrin why we, why you would need magic to make that drink
1: okay i'm not um,
3: doing I'm, I'm, it's just a guess as to as to what i need to look up but that's what i'm i'm researching as long as i'm working on it
0: i really want to take the time to look up the library of congress subject code for <laughs> alchemy um,
3: <laughs> it's in
4: the the zeros oh library of congress oh i i thought you meant Dewey decimal
0: yeah screw the Dewey decimal system <laughs>
1: That guy was racist.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, neither system is great, but Dewey Decimal is like real weird about where it divides things because they don't want to move anything <laughs> for yeah. obvious reasons. So it's just like, cool, this one culture gets to be, you know, large number, point eight point three point two. And now that I've said that, someone else with a library science degree is going to come at me and tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah you've worked in a library you know those guys are gross sometimes
0: i worked in a cool library that didn't really have stacks (laughs) because it was mostly mail order damn
1: right you worked in a cool library the uh uh, can, can i can i tell the listeners sure uh this guy worked in a library for the blind and uh that's like just fucking awesome because that's uh, that's a rare resource for people who really need it and you're thinking you're thinking library for the blind takes a really long time to read when you can't see so yeah lots of audio tapes lots of uh, braille resources and lots of braille yeah
0: but yeah if you yeah if you're visually impaired and you're looking for a library look for the talking books and braille library or whatever the local equivalent is called in your state there's one for state And they're part of the Library of Congress, sort of. So that might be another way to look them up. So, They're important.
2: (laughs) So, so Ian, just FYI, um, Alchemy is under QD and then somewhere between 1 and 65 for Library of Congress classification codes.
0: Thank you. I didn't want to look it up because my keyboard's too loud, so you have saved us from lots of very tapping. confusing uh-huh.
2: to find the where i could actually f- I, I tried just straight googling it and it was like i'm pretty sure you mean this other thing but i found it
0: <laughs> but don't worry search engines are unbiased and flawless yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they always show you exactly what you need
0: yeah i got a It's not a story for the podcast because it's long and boring, but I have had adventures with that pretty much every day for the past week. (laughs) Alright, but anyway, so you are in the magical QD section of (laughs) the university's library. And you are browsing through and you are finding books that you think will be good leads on what you need to know if you're really jonesing for specific titles. I can give those to you, but we can also just abstract it.
3: A little abstract.
0: Cool. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Sadly, this isn't The Elder Scrolls. I don't just have like 400 books already written.
2: (laughs) That's now standard for all video games. God, there's so many books in The Witcher 3.
4: Oh,
0: that's so exciting.
2: I still haven't
1: gotten to playing that with any Real I'm in the middle of
2: I'm yes. still playing the first I'm one. I'm in the middle of it. <laughs> I'm some amount through it. Anyway,
1: we'll we'll do our video game review yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. next.
2: We'll make that another bonus oh. episode sometime. <laughs> we'll do the next time we level up, we'll just talk about video games while we level up. That'll just be like our <laughs> our Level Up episodes will just be like, okay, we're leveling up. Let's just talk about other random shit.
0: (laughs) As long as we don't compete with besties, which everyone should go listen to, so they keep making it. (laughs) Um, All right. Anyway, wealthy library. (laughs) I'm in the library. (laughs) Yes. Um, So you find several books and as you're kind of stacking them up and checking if you might just get one more before the Stack reaches past your face My and becomes <laughs> difficult to carry or extra difficult to carry. Uh, professor Jenkins walks up.
3: Oh, hi, Professor. Let's
0: see. What does Professor Jenkins look like?
3: Um, professor Jenkins is um, kind of short. He's very old. He's got thinning um, uh, white hair that kind of wisps around his face. Um, he has, uh, watery blue eyes, and, um, his hands are arthritic, and he wears black robes.
0: And, um, what species is he? He's human. Okay.
3: He's kind of hunchy.
0: And would he call you wealthy or, like, Ms. Taylor?
3: I think he would call me Ms. Taylor. No, he would have called, called me. He would have called me Miss Taylor before I graduated. Now he calls me Madam Wizard.
2: Oh my God! <laughs> oh my God! I love him. I love What's him wrong? so much. Oh my God! He's, he's that
3: professor. Oh my God! He is totally that professor. professor. That's why I love. That's why I. That's why he's my favorite professor. Cause he's that professor. But in in moments of in moments when he's being very casual, he does call me wealthy.
0: Gotcha. I try to remember how to make what an old person sounds like without being deeply offensive or <laughs> accidentally ripping off one of my other <laughs> GMs. <laughs> <laughs> ah yes. Ah yes. Madam Wizard, wealthy. That worked. <laughs> <laughs> I love
5: him.
0: <laughs> what What brings you to our library today?
3: Oh, I'm just doing some research. I uh, I actually had something like a job uh, this past week and um, came across some some magic that I, I was unfamiliar with, so I thought I'd figure out what was going on with it.
0: Oh, what was that like?
3: Um, well, it was, we, we were looking for, um, a power, uh, a power drain in, in one of the, what was it, the Warren, um, and, um, you know, they, they, there was a power drain and, and a couple of people and I, we went out and looked for it and we found out that the, this, this, well, frankly, she was kind of shady, um. She's making this this drink called Ruladrin and we're trying to figure out what the Ruladrin made out of. Um, It glows and I've never seen a drink glow like that before and she she needed to use magic to make it and I'd never heard of anything like that before. So you know I've got all these these alchemy books and, and one of the guys that I was working with he's an alchemist too but he didn't know what was going on. And so, you know, um, the job's over, but I thought I might look into it.
5: Oh,
0: could you, uh, if you happen to find anything interesting, please let me know.
3: I certainly will. I might have some questions later on.
0: Yes, someone brought in a sample of some of that to the university. They weren't sure what it was.
3: Um, apparently it really fucks you up.
0: (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We have a bit of a concern about people drinking it.
2: (laughs) I'm sorry that I accidentally set Kelly off with my laughing.
3: (laughs) It's good. I can't believe I said that to Professor Jenkins. Okay. (sighs) Okay.
1: I mean, that's how I spoke to my professor.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we, we actually saw it in action, and um, it made people kind of forget what they were doing for a couple of minutes, depending on how much they drank. It didn't really affect me, but, you know, I can drink a lot without getting messed up, so. Um, yes, but I everybody said it was a socials. very pleasant sensation. Yes, yeah, well. Aaron,
5: don't laugh. Do you want me to mute myself?
0: Nah, it's all good. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, well, do keep me apprised. The medical wing was a little bit concerned about this. It, uh... You know how high concentrations of magic can be dangerous. And the way the city runs everything, it should be safe. But you generally don't drink the water right from next to your (laughs) your magical power supply.
3: Yes... Yes, I remember that lesson early in in year (laughs) one.
0: Yes, generally speaking, don't drink the alchemy reagents before you know what they're (laughs) going to be like this. Lesson one.
3: I'll keep that in mind.
0: All right. Well, good luck with your research. Give me a prize. Thank you, sir. And uh, if you ever need someone to help you submit to a journal, I'm (laughs) still more than happy to (laughs) co-sign.
3: Thank you. This might make an interesting paper.
0: They're all interesting papers. (laughs) (laughs) He really is that professor. (laughs) (laughs) Or at least they're all interesting to the people who wrote them. And occasionally make very excellent bedtime reading material.
3: (laughs) Very excellent insomnia cures, yes.
0: Yes, I prefer... uh theoretical mathematics for that myself
1: yeah that's some spicy stuff right there great for great for bedtime
0: oh yeah those non-euclidean angles (laughs) 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 all right
1: wow i suddenly want a dad joke about acute angles
2: even worse than monster fuckers
1: Well, yeah, we like to eat the monsters afterwards.
0: That's not what? Mutually exclusive.
1: What? That's not what she meant.
3: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Anyway, I don't want to keep.
1: I assumed that what was rhetorical. (laughs) You heard me. Monsters are delicious. (laughs) <laughs> all right so that was that scene unless you have anything
0: else you want to ask your professor no. <laughs>
3: no not right off the bat
0: okay cool we have a couple more scenes we're probably running a little long but it shouldn't be too bad
1: there's plenty to edit out
0: yes careful editing The thing that i do
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah i don't delete too much of the long stuff I say, as I say, shit that I'll probably end up deleting now, but I mostly just delete out things where we take like five minutes to look up the rules. (laughs) But all right. So, Grix. Yes. You have had a bit of a warning. First off, after you submitted your report, you know, Cog was very thankful. Uh Cog, your supervisor, was very thankful. Um, He let you know a couple days later that there are now unapproved power taps showing up throughout the city Uh. and we we can actually play out that scene if you want it's going to be a short one but kind of when you go in for your morning assignment he shit how did cog sound (laughs) anyway um
4: (laughs) he was he was kind of like Rick's, but uh yeah just a little a little like a little gruffer yeah a little gruffer yeah but don't worry about it if you can't get it quite right
0: yeah Why is this happening again? This is the this exact is the pause exact that, pose first pause time, that so. happened before
2: you tried to do Kog's voice the first time.
0: <laughs> I think I'm worried I'm going to get him too close to a Clive. <laughs> they were similar. Yeah. Uh, Grix, remember that power tap you dealt with the other day?
4: Uh, yeah, what about a boss?
0: Well, we've got a lot of them now. Hmm. Uh. Uh, we we keep sending repair crews out. They tend to move. People don't tend to stay set up in one place for too long. But there's fluctuations all over the city. They're minor, but
4: you know sounds, the grid. It's old. That sounds pretty bad. It's uh, not great. Yeah. Uh, do we need to assemble the team again and go back out? And
0: I mean, do you think they're all using it for that same thing that? Uh, for that same thing that the people you found were?
4: Well, uh, that's, that's hard to say. Uh, we'd have to go to the places to find out more. Um, uh, it's, it's probably something similar. That stuff was pretty addictive. Like there were a lot of people who were really into that.
0: Yeah. From what I hear, it's a bit expensive too.
4: <laughs> high demand, high price. Yeah, probably more people trying to make it.
0: Swear, we hadn't heard of the stuff a week ago, and now it's everywhere.
4: Hmm. Well, uh, do you, want me to, yeah. do you want me to start finding out what I can about it?
0: Yeah, I mean, if you know any, if you can figure out anyone who's doing it in particular, I don't know, maybe we can work something out with them. Investigations hasn't been too forthcoming about it. Hmm. I don't know if they're too busy or what, but.
4: All right. Yeah, you got it, boss.
0: Yeah, we need to find a pattern. So if you happen to notice anything, if you're doing a repair job and you find something, just let me know. We'll figure it out.
4: How many many of the taps have popped up?
0: In the last week, three to five. A couple of them were a little hard to tell. Might have just been momentary fluctuations or... You know, people installing stuff wrong, but.
4: Oh, yeah. People installing stuff wrong.
0: Yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame there's no manual for the city, you know? But, all right. Anyway, go to your job for the day. We'll worry about it later.
4: All right. Sounds good.
0: And little pulp movie clock happens. <laughs> so, Grix doesn't have any hobbies. <laughs> This was established when I asked you, "Does Gregs have any hobbies?" and you said no. <laughs> That's true.
4: Work, work is his hobby.
0: So, I do know that the one hobby that Gregs has is drinking coffee.
4: That's true. Gregs does enjoy a good coffee.
0: At a Molly Otten's shop, if I remember right.
4: That sounds like a thing that I wrote.
0: <laughs> it is totally a thing that you wrote. So. Molly Otten's coffee shop is known as um, the Otten Core.
4: <laughs> yep, got it.
0: Yep, thank you. And so you're, do you
4: go there in the evenings after work usually? or? Yeah, what better time to drink coffee?
0: Cobalt after my own heart. <laughs> but all right, so you're there molly's made you a cup of the strongest molly's place is you found to be kind of one of the best most reasonably priced coffee shops where you can still get extremely good extremely strong coffee that isn't made out of garbage um, so like it's a little expensive but it's like going to a medium tier bar kind of expensive sure so what do you think uh grix's regular coffee shop looks
4: like it's the exact opposite of the cobalt warrens. So instead of stone and dirt, it's uh, it's wood, wood paneled. Like a nice, uh, not not rosewood, but like a rosy wood, kind of reddish in color. It's got uh, curtains, uh, semi-privacy curtains around each of the tables. You know, they're open, but they, they dampen the noise. So it's nice yeah. and quiet. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's clean, well lit. All right. I'm probably the only Cobalt that comes in here on a regular basis. It it is. I believe I said she was a halfling. Is that right? I have her listed as an orc, actually. Oh, oops, My bad. Uh, orc. Yes. Yeah, she caters to. Uh, to kind of odd folk. But yeah. Yeah.
0: Alright, so you're sitting there, you're having some coffee its I was going to say it's dark outside, but you're in a mountain It's always dark oh. <laughs> And so this is like, people would know to find you here, right? If they needed to find you
4: Oh yeah, for sure So,
0: as you're having your coffee um, Inspector Pearl comes in the door and is looking around And as soon as she sees you, kind of makes a beeline for you
4: Oh, I wave her over Hi, Grix. Hey.
0: Um, sorry to interrupt. Oh, Is it uh, okay. If I sit for a second.
4: Yeah, go for it. Yeah. So you're
0: the only other, uh, I guess, city employee that was on that job. So I wanted to give you a bit of an update. Um, I sent a note to Aerosene too, but.
4: Okay. Yeah. What's, what's going on?
0: A lot. Um, so, uh, you remember that wonderful Nara woman that we brought in? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, she is not in trouble at all. Turns out. Okay. Yeah, so I just remember you all were there when that was going down. Um So it turns out the Velvet Room is fully licensed and operated and we couldn't prove that Nara knew anything about the brewery in the back being set up improperly.
4: Mm. Yeah. Well, uh, my boss was just telling me that there have been more, uh, more power taps over the city.
0: That is part of why I wanted to talk to you. <laughs> we think more people are trying to make this stuff now.
5: Hmm.
4: Yeah, well, and... it was good stuff, so can't blame them.
0: Yeah, it's just, you know, uh, I was gently encouraged to uh, not bother the Velvet Room or Nara any further.
5: Mm.
0: No one came out and said anything, but I get the impression that she has a lot of friends in very high places.
4: Yeah, she seemed like that type.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It just seems all kind of fucked. (laughs)
5: Mm.
0: I wish I had better news about it. I mean, I don't suppose... You, You said they were... There are taps all over the city. I don't suppose you know anything about those beyond that they exist?
4: No, not yet. I haven't done any looking.
0: Mm. Yeah, we just heard about it through the grapevine, but I guess just keep me posted. Um, It's going to be kind of a mess, and I don't know how much I can help all of you with it, but like the guards that helped us out also got in trouble a little bit. Um, Hmm. Nothing major. Everyone's kind of gotten a slap on the wrist, but...
4: Uh, that's that's pretty wacky.
0: Yeah, it's not great. Um, If you could get me... Once you have a few more of them, if you can figure out the locations that they've been happening. like We have a feeling that the Velvet Room is probably just going to throw money at their problem and arrange for it to all get signed off on and be fine. But... We think maybe some of the other organized groups in the cities are trying to get in on it, which is why all of these taps are popping up, but without knowing who's doing them or where they are, it's kind of hard to say that for sure.
4: All right, you got it. Yeah. I'm going to take a look and see what I can find.
0: Thanks. And, you know, be careful. It's all in the warrens. Um, it sounds like you guys didn't have too hard a time in there, but...
4: No, no, we were fine.
0: Just You know the underlevels. People use them for all sorts of things. And sometimes people get very annoyed if you stumble across them while they're doing those things. You got it, boss. Yeah. We've especially had a, well, there's always been a smuggling problem, but it's gotten bigger lately. So, you know, just stay careful. Sure, sure. Be careful. Cool. All right. I will leave you to your coffee then. Um, thanks for kind of letting me dump that on you.
4: Oh, yeah. Sure. Thanks for the update. Yep. All right. Have a good night. And she heads off. Okay. Grix returns to the coffee. Delicious, delicious coffee.
1: I'm getting the sense that Grix might have like a chemix attached to his uh, mechanical arm. Yeah, for sure. Just so you can just depour over. There's actually a
0: French press that he can kind of drop the um, pump thing on by cranking (laughs) his arm.
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I like it.
0: Mm -hmm. Plunger. There we go. That's how words work. Um, cool all right and the last scene that we had for tonight on tap was for Aerosene at the nipper
2: oh my god you guys i'm so bored we're always so bored (laughs) there's nothing to do
0: Uh, Tilia, Tilia, right? Yes. <laughs> so your friends are Tilia and Jaspar. I have my, my notes, friends right? friends are
2: Tilia and Jaspar.
0: Cool. So Tilia just goes, I know, right?
2: I know, right? Like, I
0: heard about this. Did you hear about the Relodrance stuff? I didn't even get a chance to get oh any. Oh my
2: god, I did hear about it. It seems really fucked up. But, like, also, like, why? Like, did you You heard how they made that shit, right? They, like, they they put like magic in tapped something? into the shit that, like, keeps the place, our city, our home. They kept the shit. They, like, tapped into the shit. Okay, Listen. I did have one too many right now. But my point still stands. They're, like, stealing the magic from the mountain that keeps us afloat to, like, make that shit. So, like, that's the most fucked up shit I've ever heard of.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, like...
0: How much power does the mountain even need anyway? Can't it miss a little bit of it?
2: Well, like, there's only like a finite amount of it. It's like a natural resource. It's like a natural resource, Tilia. Jasper, tell her!
0: (laughs) So you were saying there's a finite amount of natural resources. That was your... Jasper is kind of I think Jasper's kind of a quiet Oh, drunk. yeah, for
2: sure. <laughs> I picture that he is like not paying attention to what we're saying, like literally Asprecious at all. Life. Probably just like writing in his notebook, like he's always writing in doesn't his even...
1: notebook.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: doesn't even lift his head from the bar surface, just keeps writing, maybe raises his glass oh. and goes back to yeah, writing.
0: Jasper's one of those guys who like sits with, you know, his hand hand propped up or like forehead propped up on his hand and like drinking with the other thing. Eyes kind of half closed but he's just like yeah I mean I guess the resources are finite but like there's that magic core. Seems like it has a lot of power. I mean we've been in the air forever.
2: It's not Jasper. Jasper it's not forever. It's not forever. It's like A finite amount of time, and that is less time than forever, Jasper.
0: But wouldn't they tell us it was a
5: problem?
2: (laughs) No, of course not! Why would they tell us? They don't want to panic us, you dumbass! Come on, think! Think for just a...
0: You can't make me. S- second.
2: No, you're right. I can't make you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Forgive me. <laughs> Jasper. <laughs> <laughs> Jasper, tell me a poem. I forget. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. You don't have to. I still love you. Let's not fight ever again.
0: There once was an edge core. <laughs> uh,
5: okay.
2: I'm assuming someone's going to give me a note or something.
0: <laughs> sorry, I'm stuck on trying to a <laughs> fucking <car. laughs>
2: Sorry, Ian. I just love playing Erosine so much. You said she's at the Nipper. Normally, she's getting drunk at the Nipper. Yep. This is like every day for her.
0: There once was a magical core made by the wizards of yore. We use its powers to warm up our showers. So clearly, there's always more. <laughs> mm.
2: Bravo. Jasper. Jasper, that was beautiful. Jasper, you should be a poet. For a living. (laughs) No.
5: I'm trying. buddy.
2: (laughs) She, like, pets his head.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So Tilly goes, but, like, couldn't they figure out a way to make it without fucking up the city? I mean,
2: that would be really, really cool. I would...
0: Because I heard it makes you really happy, right?
2: Yeah, but like, at what cost, Tilia? At what cost? Because
0: <laughs> I mean, like, not to get too real here, because we're way too drunk to get too we're real. We're never too but drunk like, to get too real. <laughs> true. But like, we're on this big flying city, we don't know how much longer it's going to last, we're constantly assaulted by weird shadow creatures... That kill people. Uh-huh.
2: But like, there's always the baby boom like, at a specific amount of time after that.
0: Yeah, but then you're like you have fun during the <laughs> <laughs> during the initial part of that and then you're stuck with it for, you know I don't know, how long do humans live? 300 <laughs> years? <laughs> I don't know.
2: I mean, my grandparents are old as fuck. I don't know how old my, I don't know how long my dad lives. I just know he's fucking dead.
0: Does that ever, like, bother you?
2: What? That my dad's dead?
0: Yeah, it just seems like that would, you know, suck.
2: Like, I never knew him. So I can't, like, miss him.
0: I guess. You're never, like, curious about it?
2: No. There hasn't. I don't know, like, everybody gave my mom such shit about, like, the fact that I'm half Elvin that, like, it was just always, like, so sort of taboo to, like, even talk about. So, like, it was just like, we don't talk about that in this family. You know how grandma is. And, like,
1: Yeah, my (sighs)
0: grandma's like that too.
2: I know, your grandma's a real bitch like mine is.
0: Ugh. Yeah, it's probably why they play cards together all the time.
2: Oh my god, what if your grandma and my grandma and your grandpa and my grandpa and, like, Jasper's grandma and grandpa are, like, part of a cabal that, like, runs the city. <laughs> 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 oh my god, I'm too drunk! <laughs> 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 she just, like, collapses into, like, laughter, and... <laughs>
1: Every everyone in a five foot radius just gets dead silent for a <laughs> second. Like,
0: yeah, that'd be super weird. And Jasper's like, weird. Yep, definitely yeah. weird.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll be looking over in this direction, yeah.
3: though.
2: And then Araseen just like kind of like drapes over her boat, her two friends, and she's like, "You two are my best friends. I'm sorry." first stupid shit that I did wrong sorry
0: Jasper's just like we all do stupid shit it's fine you always get so apologetic <laughs> when
2: you're drunk yeah <laughs> probably oh they're bringing out the new keg and she like points across the bar <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe you want to go throw up for a bit first, sweetie. <laughs>
0: and do you all watch as the new keg? Because the nipper has a large keg that is hung from the ceiling. Uh-huh. Yes. Like we established last time. And so I like to think this is a uh-huh. fucking event. Like, they replace <laughs> the one keg with the new keg, and it takes like uh-huh. 30 minutes to do. But it's very impressive looking. And also, everyone gets a free shot afterwards. So. <laughs>
1: Yeah, everyone switches to whatever's in bottles for a minute.
0: but Okay, so that's Erisyn getting drunk at the Nipper and having friends and shit. (laughs) And that was the last scene I had planned, but is there anything else anyone wanted to do kind of with their individual characters?
1: I've just been working on my character sheet. Oh yeah,
0: I meant like, do you want to have any scenes for Vons or anything? Um, hmm. Because I figure you're all going to contact each other about some of the stuff you've learned. Mm -hmm.
1: I think what Vons wants to do after having uh, prepared some stuff uh, is retrace some of the steps from the previous mission. Just go sniffing around, looking in the same dumpster that he looked in last time. Um sniffing out the same sewers, seeing if, uh, that, uh, because the, the establishment has, uh, presumably locked up since, and, uh, n- not in such a way as to actually, um, arouse suspicion or anything, but just kind of recon, you no, not, not in any, uh, antagonistic way.
0: Yeah, so the, the Warrens are still the Warrens. Obviously that, you know, not much has changed in the neighborhood. Um, you did notice there's no one walking around with glowing drinks anymore. Hmm. The first place you went where you found the dumpster and were sniffing around there is the Gwendaloo.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That place still seems to be up and running. Um, I assume you don't go inside, inside.
1: No. Just uh, maybe, maybe sniffing inside the same uh, back door that I Did last time if it's convenient, but uh, didn't see a whole lot that first time, so.
0: Yeah, giving it a sniff, you just kind of smells like the Gwendolyn. There's nothing particularly bonkers in the dumpsters or anything like that. Um, As you're headed back out of the alley, you catch a shape moving towards you out of the corner of your eye, but like with their hand up, like, you know, like, hey, stop. Not not in an aggressive way, just in a like, I want to talk to you way.
1: Hmm. Hailing.
0: And it is the Minotaur Bouncer <gasps> that you all met. Who mm. mm. Erosine forgot about.
2: I did not forget about him. His I feel like name he had is, a name. <laughs> uh, I have it. I have it here. <laughs> Where? Photios.
0: Uh, there we go. Photios, who is not named Keith, much to my regret.
1: Such a fancy name for a bouncer, yeah. <laughs> I'm th- just there's a line of these minotaurs all working clubs Photios and uh, Xanthios and Vontheos and then Keith.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was so sad when I was editing that episode and I went, "Why didn't I just name him Keith? That would have fucking rocked!" I can't believe I forgot. <laughs> <Enjoying> <laughs> a minotaur named Keith. <laughs> but no, in the future, someday. Maybe Keith is this guy's brother, <laughs> but he just kind of goes up to you and goes, "Uh, like, hey, hey, uh, sorry to bother you." Um,
1: yeah, I'm not doing anything wrong.
0: I, I mean, of course not. You, you okay? Yeah, yeah. This this is normal. All right, good. Uh-huh. Normal. Um, you were here with uh, Erosine the other week, right? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Shit, I didn't really have a plan for this. I just recognized you. <laughs> well just uh could you get a message to her?
1: Yeah. Ah, I'm not passing numbers, am I?
0: No, just an invitation. If she ever wants to swing by, that would be cool, you know, but or not, that's fine too.
1: <sighs> sure, sure, sure. Ortheos <laughs> was it? <laughs> Photios. Photios. I always get those confused. And, uh, and what's your name, man?
0: I don't think I ever caught it.
1: Oh, I'm Vons I'm Vons, cool. You'll see hey me Vons. around. <laughs> just uh, you know, let let me let me know when you uh when you need anything. Not that I'm going to get into detail about what anything might be.
0: Kind of gives you a look and just goes. I think I get you. Cool. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nice. Um, pausing to to think if there's a, a an opportunity of any kind here, but I don't I don't know that he and I have uh, any shared concerns. Oh, uh, how's how's the club doing? I'm not smelling the uh, the funny drink that you had last time here.
0: Yeah, as a was real bummed about that. We kind of ran out. It was really popular, but. <sighs>
1: Just out-out?
0: Yeah, I mean, the supplier stopped showing up. Which, I mean, was kind of good. Those delivery guys were sketchy.
1: Who... Who was that supplier?
0: We never got their name. Um, Or at least I didn't, but, you know, I worked the front.
1: Huh. What'd they they look like? Where are my
0: notes. (laughs) Uh, There were two of them. Um... The delivery guys, at least. Uh, one of them was, you know, tall, strong-looking guy. Other one was kind of more more ratty-looking.
5: You
1: know, kind of mm-hmm.
0: narrow features, bad mustache.
1: Yeah, the ratty-looking... I'm, I'm sure the ratty-looking guy is the, uh, the brains of the operation. Oh, probably. Um, does Vons know by description? Yeah, I think... Uh, or recognize this? I think if...
0: He describes them a little bit more. Um, yeah, I think you remember these two. Uh, you saw one of them get stabbed in the foot and the other one unconscious on the floor.
1: <laughs> Oops. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything about those two. It's, that's fine. Fine. Uh <laughs> They uh, they they sound uh they sound a bit uh, shady anyway. You're probably better off not having them come around here.
0: I mean, it's the Warrens. Everyone's shady, but you know, I feel you.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> but like, I guess I owe you one. Is there anything? I mean, I bounced at a couple of bars. There's not much I can do for you, but if you think of something, you know, let me know.
1: Well, hey, it's always good to know you're around. Um tell you what i'll give you a wave if uh if i ever if i ever need anything from you i'm not that big after all and uh you look like you could come in handy from time to time Uh yeah
0: you can you can find me here most days and he's not there he
1: is at
2: i think ericene got at least some description of other places that he goes
1: yeah. Well, so he uh, he vaguely implied that he worked at the Velvet Rooms. So. He did not. He did not.
2: No. Oh, he
1: didn't. He did not work at the Velvet Rooms. He yeah, knew somebody he, who did.
0: I think he said he knew a guy, or you might know, know someone who had bounced there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did drop the name of a you different named the dr- club that you he goes to. Drop
2: the name of a like a Minotaur Bar, and I didn't write that one down.
0: I think he just said it wasn't necessarily your scene.
2: And you are deeply offended by this concept. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like me.
1: (laughs) Uh Vons, I imagine, feels like anyone with a tail doesn't want to be in a minotaur bar.
0: Minotaurs have tails? Mm,
1: Yeah, but they're, like, short and high up. (laughs) Not uh, floor level and in uh, range of stomping.
0: I mean, I think they'd be pretty polite. This Minotaur's nice. He
2: wouldn't <laughs> stomp on you.
1: He does seem really friendly, and I can totally imagine uh, contracting him for some kind of a gig in the future.
2: Or just, you know, hanging out socially as he dates your friend.
0: <laughs> there we go. The other bar he works. You
2: have no idea
0: uh, after how, that how happy I am
2: to hear that he is still thinking of Ericene. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Here I am. laughs> um... The other place he works is Leviatar's
1: seat.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Okay. Well, you just remember, Erosine, Catherine the Great had a hard enough time with a horse. This, You know what? Is There's fucking the magic here. Thing, we are
2: just so. gonna say that it is magic how they make that work. <laughs> and also Bons that... probably s- knows
0: how to make some of that magic happen.
2: <laughs> and also that sex can include many forms of intimacy. <laughs>
1: I wasn't ruling that out. Just saying, mind your organs. Spell
2: it for me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, now that I've flipped away from it, um, Leviatar's seat. That's L-O-V-I-A-T-A-R. Apostrophe.
2: L-O-V-I-A-T-A-R's seat. Okay.
0: Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Um, And as you are tracing the rest of the way, so. Um, As you finish retracing your steps, you end up down in the maintenance levels again. The pump has been fixed. Um, Someone cleaned up the rust monster at some point. There's no longer a bunch of standing water. Um, When you head downstairs, you find that same entrance into the brewing area, but it is locked. And if you happen to hang on to your key... It is still locked. Um, someone's barred it from the other side. It looks like, mm. and with your sensitive fox ears, and given that you have enough time and no one with the listen skill is there, um, if you listen really carefully, like through the keyhole, you can kind of hear the sound of basically a bunch of different people having different conversations in a room, um, very faintly. So probably hearing, you know, through the keyhole, through the door that goes out into the velvet room. Um. It sounds like there's still people there.
1: Ah, uh, just people with a bit less cash flow, considering that they're not moving Ruladrin
0: anymore. Yeah, seems like.
1: Hmm. Well, good to know. Um. And yeah, I, rather than forging a new path out, I follow the same way we left the last time.
0: All right. Um,
1: I'm... Yeah, and collecting uh collecting any appropriate uh funguses and such that i liked the last time just to bring that for my home stash
0: cool um do me a favor and make a wisdom check
1: that would be a yeah d20 with a and then you add your level so that'll be plus two So 13 plus 2 is 15
0: And is that a primary attribute for you Or a secondary
1: I don't even know if I have a secondary attribute
0: I mean You have two primary attributes Everything else is secondary Everything else is secondary
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, I didn't know I got two of those I've only got intelligence marked as a primary (laughs) Oops
3: (laughs) We can edit that out Surprise
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean it's not a big deal
1: well, it ain't going to be Strength or Charisma, I'll tell you that but Yeah, much. we can
0: figure out what your other <laughs> primary is later. Um, but okay, uh, so you got a 15? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, as you are headed out, you notice someone is... So there's that spiral staircase that you come down to get to this level with the stills and stuff. Mm-hmm. As you're headed back up that to head out, you notice that someone is coming up from below. Okay. Doesn't look like they've seen you, and they're walking pretty quietly. But you've noticed them.
1: Okay, so we're both heading upward, so there's no necessity for them. to Yeah, cross
0: if my path. you, if you and they are working at the moving at the same pace, you will end up at the level above your current one when they arrive at your current level.
1: Right. So I guess I'll I'll maintain pace, but I want to keep an ear out to see what level they. Uh, they get off on here i am just gonna quiet spy not not spy spy so much as just observe all right i don't know if i've got the 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 stats to, to actually spy
0: so um yeah you kind of just keep an ear out as you move quietly up and you hear the guy kind of muttering to himself um you hear you hear the scrape of metal on metal and the rattling of something in the lock it you hear a little bit of cursing and then you um hear the guy move away again
1: huh Ooh, i should probably keep moving upward just in case this guy plans on continuing up but it sounds like his keys don't work any better than mine do uh or it's barred from the other side so i
0: should clarify um The kind of rattling you heard was also accompanied by a lot of scraping. You know enough people to know he was probably trying to pick the lock.
1: Oh. Mm Hmm. So now I'm faced with the opportunity to spy on a sneaky person as well. Um, While he's rattling about and cursing, maybe I can get an eye on him?
0: Yeah, sure. You kind of lean down so you can you know, see under the curve of the, the spiral of the stairs and get an eye on this guy. It is a pretty rough looking, red hair, red kind of bushy beard halfling who is definitely trying to pick the lock. You notice is also dressed in kind of very deep brown grays that mix in really well with the color of the sewers like the walls and stuff, um, and is carrying a black leather backpack as well.
1: Okay, so this guy knows what he's doing, at least in general. He didn't anticipate that this thing was barred from the other side.
0: Yeah, it seems like that.
1: Um, does he seem... Well, he's a halfling. Uh, is he obviously armed?
0: Um, it looks like he has a dagger on his belt, and I'm going to say that there's also like a hand crossbow bow hanging off the backpack but it's not there you know it's not designed to be quick drawn or anything it's just there and available
1: right so he's not immediately threatening at least not in a way that i can't run away from in a spiral staircase so uh i'm going to i'm going to take a little bit of a risk here um my charisma is not high (laughs) um let's see and yeah i don't exactly have any charisma potion or anything like that uh i suppose i could sip some rouladrin but that's uh (laughs) not gonna do the trick i don't think no so
0: (laughs) that just makes you think you're being more charismatic
1: (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) so uh instead i'm going to i'm just going to uh very very calmly and very kindly uh from around the corner say uh just psst and open with hey friend hey friend hey buddy uh that's that's barred from the other side i just tried it hoping that we can find common ground
0: looks over at you kind (laughs) of goes ah damn (laughs) Slides lockpicks out and makes them disappear somewhere on his person. Ah.
1: Um so so what's up? What what what's what's going on with you?
0: I mean, what's going on with you? You're also <laughs> down here.
1: Oh, I was uh <laughs> Uh I mean, you know stuff. Uh, stuff, stuff, and, um... things. Uh, I'm I'm down here harvesting fungus, and, uh, I I know that, uh, I know that they they used to have some good stuff in there, but, uh, but it's all blocked off now.
0: I don't suppose you know if they're still making anything in there.
1: I hear it's all shut down.
0: Hmm. Well, the boss would be happy about that if it's true.
1: Huh this boss of yours got any more work
0: i mean what do you know how to do
1: Uh, i tinker with some things here and there fungus i like some good fungus
0: i don't suppose do you know your way around these uh maintenance tunnels very well if you're down here getting fungus a lot
1: uh not super often but i i know uh the the basics i know the main routes not entirely sure where you came from, for example.
0: Oh, well, that's the point, isn't it? Um, I don't know if my boss would have work for you, but if you're comfortable down here at all, I'm sure we could throw something your way.
1: Well, we should chat about that then. Uh, do you have a place surface level that you like to meet?
0: Sorry, GM is loading. <laughs> <laughs> we'll use my tried and true naming convention. Wow, I chose a terrible page to try to pull that from. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, look,
0: look me up at the Oakley.
1: There are a lot of bars in this town. All right. Uh, oh, I assume that's a bar. Is that a bar? I haven't heard of it, but I'm sure I can find it.
0: Uh, Yeah, go... It's in the... um. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out... They wouldn't use north, south, east, and west on a floating city.
2: They'd use, like, upstage... <laughs> no, they wouldn't, would they? Downstage, <laughs> more like...
1: Or port but starboard...
2: If, but if, like, aft. the direction... Yeah
1: assuming it maintained a yeah i guess they'd
0: probably use um
1: yeah if this thing is in a rotating yeah they'd probably
0: use uh (laughs) like in in towards the center of the mountain out away from the center of the mountain and then like clockwise and counterclockwise
2: yeah oh yeah
1: yeah yeah and maybe um like a radial definition system like uh 12 o'clock six o'clock seven o'clock.
0: yeah go to the um we're in the Warrens now, right? But good. Go inner, you know, the main roads at about at about 7 o'clock. And then go clockwise a little bit down on Ferry Street. You'll find it.
1: All right. Will do. Will do. Um,
0: And ask for Jack, and they'll know where to find me.
1: All right. My name's Vons. It was nice to uh, meet you, Jack.
0: Nice to meet you too, and uh, we never saw each other here, right?
1: I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't see anybody down here. Just some nice, delicious bugs and fungus.
0: Good man, I'll, I'll see you around. Good luck out there.
1: Likewise. Likewise, take it easy.
0: He heads back down the way he came.
1: All right. So, yeah, I continue uh, slinking my way out. Uh, do I have knowledge at all? I know that we were down just about up against that door down there when uh, a- apparently the guys who uh, were supplying the Rulodren were just about to find um, myself and. Uh... How do I forget Aaron's character's name all of a sudden? Erisine. It's okay. <laughs> There we go. My brain is like a sponge and it's, it has just as many things. It's pits. okay, don't worry about
2: it, Abum. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but so what were you going to ask? <laughs> uh,
1: so, uh, if I recall, Ericene uh, and I got trapped up against that door that we uh, weren't quite able to get through when, uh, those when one of those guys was hearing noise and i wasn't so great at being quiet um
0: you actually went a little bit further down the stairs from that door and like hit against the wall
1: oh yes okay okay so uh we don't know what's beyond that door though or where this guy came from
0: no you do um so beyond the door is the door that was locked and barred is the still which is why you tried to get into it it was barred Um,
1: yes yeah. Oh, oh no, no, that that I know, but like down the stairs from the, a couple from the of like a couple of steps. Oh yeah, you
0: never went further down the stairs than just like another quarter turn around.
1: Yes. Yeah. Just trying to trying to hide from the dude unsuccessfully.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You'd assume it goes further down <laughs> uh, into no. another maintenance so level. I don't. But...
1: Okay, which probably uh, a maintenance level means additional tunnels and networks and whatnot. Uh, yeah,
0: and it gets less well structured and more more complicated and twisty the further down you go levels wise
1: right right so certainly nothing i'd want to poke my head in now uh and i and i don't intend to to follow the guy at this point but he obviously knows quite a bit about the underlying structure of this place yeah uh, on like a grix level probably right yeah
0: that would be a reasonable assumption
1: Cool. Okay. Well, I will leave him to that, and uh, yeah, slink back off, I suppose.
0: Okay. Cool. And you, you know, make it back out to the street and back to your den without harm.
1: Neat. And uh, presumably, with some more of those uh, alchemic ingredients that we find in the in the tunnels. Yeah. Ways.
0: And say so you kind of do your daily, going out and collecting stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's just a yeah. part of the lifestyle. <laughs> but cool. Oh. Uh, Gentleman's Quarterly oh, for Grumpy Jesus. Alchemist. <laughs> oh. uh. <laughs> and on that lovely note. Uh,
0: <laughs> we should probably wrap up for the night because I've kept everyone rather late.
4: Primary attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've heard. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. Questions? Comments? Feedback? Email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com primaryattributepod or on Twitter at primeattribute or at primaryattribute.tumblr.com for every one of our dank memes. Castles and Crusades is published by Troll Lord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Our logo was designed by Adam. Editing this week by Ian. Thanks, Ian. We hope you listen again next time to Primary Attributes.
2: That Kelly is actually <clears throat> asleep.
3: Yeah. <laughs> no, Kelly is not asleep. You're
0: gonna say I heard Ke-
3: Kelly is working very hard. I was staying a lot awake, <laughs> but Kelly is not asleep.
0: Holy shit! You have some of this stuff. Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks,
1: Google. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, Google says it has no idea what Rouladrin is. Uh, Okay, so...